Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Welcome into the Outdoor Show. Glad to have you with us on this Saturday morning. Well, we got some live fishing reports coming up from our usual suspects. Hope you'll stay tuned for that because the weather forecast for this weekend is, um, well, not perfect, but pretty close to it. We've got some light winds, got a good tide range. We'll tell you a whole lot more about that coming up. Also, later on, we've got a special guest today on the show, Captain Chris Orfanello. He is the owner of CETO, and last week we started getting a lot of questions about CETO policies and how does it work when you become a CETO member. Uh, Chris is going to join us to answer those questions and yours. So if you do have one about CETO, give us a text, 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy, and we'll pass that along to Chris, and he'll be coming up in just a little bit. Also, got some. Uh, boy, I tell you, now that the pandemic is pretty much over with, the events are really popping up on our calendar. Uh, tomorrow, we've got a Scenic Rivers Art Festival taking place in Folsom. If you don't know anything about our Scenic Rivers protection here in Louisiana, come on by. It's going to be up on Highway twenty five in Folsom at Giddy Up. You won't have any problem finding it. I'm going to be the guest speaker there, and we're going to talk all about scenic rivers and take a look at some wonderful art on the outdoor gallery. Another event coming up, a couple of them, if you're a crawfish lover, there are crawfish cook-offs going on all over the place. I'll be trying to defend my title in the third annual Build and Boil Rebuilding Together Crawfish Cook-Off. That's going to be taking place in New Orleans. I'll have more details on that. It's a charity event to help people rebuild their homes in the wake of the damage from Hurricane Ida. Uh, then also uh, on that same uh, week, or, no, on the 14th, uh, there's another cook-off coming up that will be celebrating seven years, uh, the Venetian Isles cook-off. And uh, that's the same weekend as the, uh, the build and boil rebuilding. That's going to be May 14th. All right, we have a uh, game species, namely squirrel, and a fish species, namely amberjack, Going to be legal to take. They're reopening in May. I have details coming up on that for you. And when you first hear it, you might think that it was uh, chicken squat for the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agent to cite this week's bad boy, the outdoor. Why I think it's deserved. Also, Alabama has announced its red snapper charter boat season dates. If you want to hire a charter captain to take you out and catch some of those wonderful red snapper, and they are very plentiful in the Gulf of Mexico, got the season dates for you. Also have the Coastal Marine forecast from the National Weather Service coming up. And don't forget to text those questions, your comments, your own fishing reports. Share it with our audience at 504 
888-260-1870. Getting to a wonderful forecast, a light chance of rain, the only rain I see on the radar this morning off the Mississippi Gulf Coast, moving from the Gulf inland and kind of breaking up and dissipating. But your chances today are only about 20% of seeing rain uh, offshore. Winds are going to be 10 to 15, 2 to 4 feet seas. That is definitely fishable for the offshore gang. And on the interior, listen to this, south winds, five knots. When's the last time we've seen that? Smooth conditions, you tie that in with a 1.3 average tide range, and it's looking good. A lot of water going to be moving. Mostly in most areas, it's going to be incoming until this afternoon or later tonight, and then it'll finally start to fall. Mississippi River level, 12.4. No danger of having a spillway opening, and that has had an impact. Been getting some good reports from the Lake Pontchartrain trestles and the bridges over there uh, along I-10 for speckled trout. I made a fishing trip with Jeff Brule and a couple other folks. We'll talk to Jeff and get you a freshwater report if that's your bag. And a whole lot more of the other stuff you and I love to talk about. And we get those texts. Got the uh, river rat, some of our regulars. He's going to take in his big rig to Montgomery. The worm is in Moab, Utah for a car show. It's 4 a.m. and 37 degrees in Utah. Whoo, that's a whole lot of chili. And Justin in the Gentilly Refuge. The birds are louder than his drums. They're singing. He, uh, he saw the possum. Needs a fur brushing, but uh, he's not the volunteer to do it. All right, we got more of your texts coming. We've also got fishing reports. That's stuff you and I love to talk about. And it's all next for the next two hours right here on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
And normally at this time on a Saturday morning, we talk to Robbie Campo at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. Unfortunately, Robbie is not with us this morning. Uh, he was in the hospital yesterday. He suffered a bite from a brown recluse spider, which is nothing nice. I can personally tell you that, and hopefully Robbie will be back with us next week. Uh, filling in, as usual, is Glenn Sanchez, previous owner of the Brenton Sal Marina. Glenn, we're glad to have you, boy. Robbie uh, took quite a bite from that spider. Huh? That's some nasty photos. Yeah, good morning, Don. Yeah, I went to see him yesterday, and it's like, oh, man, that, that is nasty. And uh, I'm sure, you know, it could have been a whole lot worse. So, you know, you just have to look at the bright side of it, you know. But it was it was nasty. You know, he told me to be in the problem- Monday. Wow. You know, the problem with those brown recluses, he didn't see it, and I've been bitten twice, and I didn't see either one of those because the bite is not very painful. I can tell you, it's kind of just like a little itchy mosquito bite. But, boy, that venom, when, once it starts to spread, uh, can really do a number on you, and uh, it's going to leave him permanently scarred, I can tell you that. But, yeah, you're right. It could have been a lot worse, and glad he got treatment quick. Yes, yes, yes. So, but the fishing has been off the chart, Don. It's 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 that time of year. The shrimp are in. Uh, the fish are the fish are biting. The weather conditions are perfect. All I can say is, if you got a boat, it's time to go. Yeah, this is one of those mornings where you could probably name more spots uh, uh, to go than not go. You know, you, you know, you have, I guess it's just. You know, the lakes, the, the bayous, the marshes, and the speckled trout should be all over. And the redfish, too. Uh, has anybody been venturing out now that these winds lightened up a little bit in the last day or two? Getting further out? You know, like out by the, today be the day. Yeah, I would think so. But, no, that, uh, they, they've been catching fish on the outside, on the inside, in the lakes. When the conditions are right, I mean, it's, it's just it's on fire this time of year. You know, I mean, you know the fish are hungry. They get made to spawn. If they haven't spawned already, and it's it's just it's a great time of year to be a fisherman. Bad time to be a fish. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Glenn. Over the last several years, uh, everybody's been saying, you know, even at times when the fish are plentiful, they just don't find the bigger fish. What size are the trout running right now? Well, actually, the the trout. Are, I, I would. Say they running around 13, 14, 15 inches on the inside. You know, you're going to catch a few 12s, but we went fishing three times this week, and I bet you we averaged a, a 13 or a 14 inch average. And we caught fish every time we went. You know? Not bad. Glenn, for somebody listening that, that has never fished in, in St. Bernard Parish at all, uh, in, in where would be a good starting spot once they leave? Campos Marina, where would you tell them to go to, 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 to start venturing out and learn spots? Well, actually, I'd tell them to go right into the lake right now because it's nice and calm. You can work the shoreline of the lake. You can go toward the west, toward, toward LaBeouf Cut, or you can go toward the right, toward the Lutz Canal. And then once you get along the right, you can work that shoreline all the way up almost to Mississippi. So there's, there's so much area to work. And, uh, you know, like I said, this time of year, it, it's awesome. But let me, let me tell you, Don, I fished three times this week, and most of the fish that I caught was with a split shot, a hook and a split shot on the bottom, just bouncing it, and that's where the big fish were. Very light, light, lightly rigged. Very, you know, very Glenn, light. One of, 
One of the things you and I and your son Jonathan did quite often uh, in the springtime was that Bayou Lutra drift, you call it, where you just kind of drift along and, and, and find the fish in the bayou there. Did that take place this year? Was that a good and maybe still going on? Um, I haven't even been that way, so I don't really know. I've been fishing so close. I, I made three trips this week, and I think I did 40 miles in three trips. So, you know, and that's round trip. So I'm, I'm so close, and I, there's no sense in going too far because the fish are pretty. And the gas is high. <laughs> the, the shorter <laughs> yeah, distance you trip, the better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you so you say the shrimp are in. Uh, how's the shrimp holding up down at the marina? Well, let me tell you, you know, this is the, the first week or so that the, the brown shrimp are showed up, and, of course, they're going to be small because they have to grow. So uh, you just have to deal with it and, you know, use a smaller hook. And if you have to put two shrimp on the hook, put two shrimp on the hook. And uh, they work. Like Robbie always says, you know, uh, elephants eat peanuts. You're right about that. Well, Glenn, thanks for the report. I just got a text in. Somebody said they're on their way to work, but they saw at least 20 boats at the red light at Judge Perez and Paris Road. You know where that junction is, and you know what that means. There's going to be some crowds with this excellent weather down at the boat launches and boat ramps. So, uh, you know, you were a traffic cop at one of them for a lot of years. you got to tell people, have patience. Have patience. Get your bait, and, just you know, you'll get out there. you just got to take your time when the crowds are there. Yeah, just remember, safety is the ticket. you gotta, you got to be safe before you do anything stupid and somebody get hurt. All right. Always glad talking to you. Always glad chatting with you, Glenn, and uh, hopefully we'll get Robbie back next week. He should be with us. Thank you, Don. Y'all have a great day, and everybody stay safe. All right. There he goes. That's uh, Glenn Sanchez filling in for Robbie Campo. In case you didn't hear, Robbie uh, had the misfortune of being bitten by a brown recluse spider. And uh, that can be deadly, particularly if you have a reaction to insect venom. All right, we come back, excuse me, right after this, we got more fishing reports. Jeff Rule and I took a little trip down to Lake Catawachi this week. He'll tell you about that and some other fishing spots, too, for you freshwater fishermen. It's our freshwater report, and it's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And our freshwater fishing report with Jeff Rule is a presentation of Pure Fishing, the makers of the new Berkeley Powerbait Jigs. That Berkeley Powerbait flavor attracts more fish, keeps them holding on longer, and giving you more time to set the hook. With Powerbait Jigs, Berkeley's done the science, now you catch the fish. And Jeff joins us now. Jeff, good morning. Enjoyed our little trip uh, out to Lake Catawachi and uh, some interesting observations we made out there out of the Bayou Sunet launch. Yeah, well, there's plenty of bait fish. You could tell the 
fries are everywhere. Everything's spawning again. So it's going to come back. Uh, we did manage to catch some reds. They were kind of thick out there in Catawatchee, which I was really kind of surprised, all the fish we caught out there. Uh, we come back in to Pier 90 area, caught some catfish. The other boat with us, they, they caught a bass out there in Catawatchee. So if you look at all the conditions, it's going to come back. Uh, it's a matter of time. There was a, some grass out there, but we need that Mississippi River to go down so that grass will have a chance to break through that muddy water and, and grow again. And if we get a good grass bed out in Catawatchee with all the fry out there, we, it should be a good fishery within a year or two. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that, that that grass habitat is the key when it comes to freshwater fishing. Jeff, you have been on the white perch uh, pretty good this spring on the North Shore. Now, you know, if you go further west where the Hurricane Ida came in and caused some fish kill problems, not so good there. But towards the east, before you get to the high pearl uh, in that middle area, that Chifuncta River, you've been doing pretty good. What's been a pattern there for somebody wanting to pick up a few white perch? I've been catching some around docks and some around some lay-down wood, uh, but mostly in that four- to six-foot range, kind of off the deeper banks where it drops off. you got to let the lip jig get down a little ways. And I'm just tight-lining tight a 132nd-ounce jig, just basically kind of dead stick. I'm just letting it fall and slow, slow, not many hops or anything like that in the presentation, just kind of let it fall, and all of a sudden they'll just load up on it. You know, another thing you can do early in the morning, you see those white cranes up, on, up and down the river. They... Uh, they're not sunning themselves. They catch them old shad on the trees, limbs, and the bushes, and the laydowns, and the bass are there with them. Uh, it's a little bit cool, yet uh, this, these 50, 60-degree mornings of shad don't run too well. But you know, I figure next week it'll be uh, pretty good to uh, go catch some saltwater bass. Uh, you might even get lucky and catch a striper in there around the bridge at uh, the interstate. But the pearl, it's, it's next week or so, about a Two weeks if we, if the weather holds it's going to come down to below 10 feet and i look for that action to be good the lunkers and liars they've had a couple big seven, 16 17 pound stringers in their um, east pearl event so they, they're catching some fish over there but um hard tide falling tide is when you want to hit the pearl hit those drains even with the muddy water you'll find some clean water coming out of the woods and usually you can find that scenario you can catch a few fish doing that Jeff, we got a lot of local tournaments coming up for people that like to fish those weeknight tournaments. Um, you know, they, they used to call them fruit jar tournaments. I, I guess that came from back in the day where they just had a an old fruit jar, and you put up a few dollars, and whoever won uh, took the fruit jar home. I guess that's where it came from. Yeah, or you stole the money out of your mom's cookie jar or whatever it was, at, and you <laughs> could, snuck out there, and hopefully you get it back fee. in at the end of the day. Yeah, get your entry fee, <laughs> right put it back in before she gets up the next month. Uh, but yeah, exactly. you can it just yeah, just um, everywhere along the North Shore. Now, yeah, in other areas of the state, now all through Mississippi, Alabama, they have a bunch of events. So if you have anything, send it to us. We'll be glad to put it on the radio. But just locally on the North Shore, uh, Monday Bayou Liberty, that's in the Front Street launch and Slidell, and Tuesday's Pools Bluff up around Bogalusa. Wednesday, you can either go to Chipunka or Lacombe. Uh, Thursday's Lock One. It's it's twenty one dollars. They have a two dollar trash fish side pot if you want to get in that, and uh, it starts at five p.m. And then Friday they have a like a one fish tournament, the biggest fish for ten dollars on on Lacombe. So uh, you can you can pretty much take your chances every day of the week in a bass tournament and on the North Shore. Well, Jeff, hopefully that East Pearl will be falling at the end of this month. The Lunkers and Lions has their next tournament coming up. Uh, what can you tell people fishing the East Pearl right now do, until the water drops out? Uh, there's some fish down in the marshes, um, you know, all through uh, 
that, that area. Uh, you get kind of in some of those side bayous, you'll pick up a few fish. Uh, but yeah, mainly the drains are the targets. You got to have the right kind of conditions over there to get them. But if uh, you get around some of the points and other areas with some crankbaits this time of year, sometimes you can find some good fish too. But don't let the muddy water fool you. Those fish, they, they haven't left. They're still there. They survive in it. Just have to kind of change your tactics and fish some noisier baits or some some slower moving baits to give them time to find you find your bait in the water. But yeah, there's some good fish, and I, I'm hoping that it goes down, and maybe next month we go over and catch those goggle eye warmouth perch they have on the river over there, and that's some fun action too. Yeah, I can't wait to go do that. Where's your next trip, Joe? Oh, I don't know. I might head off to the river again. Uh, like I said, the next couple of weeks, if you get on a Chifunka, throw some topwater baits. It's something I did growing up, and you find the bushes and laydowns and drifts, and they got shad in them. A lot of times you can catch some some fish early in the morning. It's just a short bite window, about an hour of daylight, and, but it's fun. You can catch a lot of fish. Those Kentucky bass are up on the boat for are definitely fun. They're not big, but they just about give you a heart attack to hit so hard. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thanks for the report, Jeff. About the only thing more fun than getting uh, reports from you is fishing with you and hunting quail with you. So enjoy the weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you, Don. All right, Jeff Brule, our freshwater fishing reporter. All right, we come back after this. Going to get to some of your texts, uh, your reports, your comments, your questions. If you got a question about CETO, we're going to have Chris Orfanello on. I'm accumulating a list that came in last week and this week. People have questions about the CETO membership. He'll explain it to you because he's the owner. Also got some news on Amberjack and Squirrel. It's opening up in May. This It's going to be May tomorrow, and we'll be ready for it right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we've got a Coastal Marine forecast worth repeating. If you are not planning on fishing this weekend, you might want to just change your mind if you got a little time because here's what it's going to look like. Offshore south winds 10 to 15, 2 to 4 feet offshore. On the inside, south winds 5 knots in smooth conditions, pretty much a repeat of tomorrow. And a little bit higher chance of rain, 30%, 20 today. It's going to be scattered. Probably most places will not see any rain. And some good news, to 1.3 on the tidal range. Got a lot of water moving. That's going to mean some fish activity. And we've been getting some good reports ever since that wind laid down, allowed people to get out, and that is going to continue. All right, we invite your text messages at 504-260-1870. we got a few to share with you. Also, coming up later on, Christian Orfanello. Captain Chris, we call him, with CETO, is going to be joining us to address some of the questions that came up on last week's show and this week's show. If you've got a question about CETO, how does it work, who does it cover, what size boats, there's a lot of things to find out about it. Shoot us a text. We'll pass it along to Captain Chris when we get him in here. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick 10-second station identification when I come back and I'll tell you about the reopening of some seasons starting on May 1st and another one's going to be uh, starting on May 7th. Those details coming up next right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we got an announcement this week that the recreational Greater Amberjack season is going to reopen in Louisiana and federal waters. That will be tomorrow, May 1st, and it'll stay open until the end of the month, May 31st. Uh, it's a quick one. It's a month long, but it's a, a great fish to, to, to work on. I'll tell you what, they call them reef donkeys. They can pull, and it also overlaps with the open trigger fish season which runs March 1st through May 31st. So 
couple of species there you can get out and get after. Triggerfish limit, by the way, is only one fish per person. has to be 15-inch minimum size. And on the AJ, you can get one per person, 34-inch minimum fork length. That's to the fork of the tail. It's got to be at least 34 inches. Uh, we have a hunting season that will be opening up next Saturday, May 7th, all across Louisiana, except there's some public lands that will not be open. You need to check the regulations if you hunt public property. Uh, the daily bag limit is not eight. It's three. And, uh, you know, it's mostly been unpopular. There's not a lot of people I know that uh, go after squirrel in the spring. It's mostly a fall and winter sport, but there is some opportunity. It'll be open uh, for the month of May. Uh, do you hunt squirrel, or will you hunt them this spring? If not, why not? Maybe you got other things going on. Fishing gets good. But it's, uh, squirrel uh, season is uh, it's a great time, and take kids out. It's a great way to introduce them to hunting. You know, something that uh, I have been seeing here in the last week and I haven't seen for a long time is a species called the Bachman's fox squirrel. Uh, in Louisiana, we actually have three subspecies of fox squirrels, and they're kind of divided by river systems. And east of the Mississippi, uh, the Bachman's fox squirrel is a beautiful animal. They're red and black. Uh, they've got a blaze white face and white tips on their paws. And the one, when you find it in the solid black phase with the white tipping, just an, uh, a stunning animal. And unfortunately, they've been on the demise. You don't see them very much anymore. Uh, where I reside and hunt mostly squirrels in St. Tammany Parish, we used to have a lot of them. And uh, you rarely see them now. It's mostly all gray squirrels. But it's good to see they're still around. Uh, the season bag limit on Bachman's fox squirrel is eight. Of course, in May it'll be three, but... I think that's a little bit too generous, and maybe they need some protection on that particular species. Uh, something to think about. All right, text messages. Let's see. We got uh, David Hubble over in Alabama checking in. He says uh, he uh, hadn't heard the name Lake Catawachi, and he spelled it correctly, too, in years. He caught his first fish out there way back in 1974, had great memories fishing with his late papa and his dad launching at Pier 90. Yeah, still there at Pier 90, by the way. Uh, said he even got to go into the bar. <laughs> yeah, I used to let kids in bars. I used to hang out with our dads in bar rooms. I had to go get my dad out of the bar room quite often. Uh, thanks for the memories. Have a great day. That's from David Hubble. All right, we got someone going to, I wish you'd put your names on here, folks, going to work on the boathouse in Pecan Island. I wonder if they do any duck hunting down there. We also have our backstrap stacker checking in from Mobile. He's headed out to spray a few fields, get them ready for some clay peas. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Hope you do, too. Backstrap stacker. That's a tongue twister for me every Saturday morning. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. Alabama has announced uh, their 79-day red snapper season for charter boats who have federal reef permits. Uh, it's going to open seven days a week. It's not like the recreational where that's three or four-day weeks, depending on what state you're in. Uh, opens up on June 1st and closes August the 19th. Uh, the season for you recreational anglers is the Friday before Memorial Day, May 27th, and runs every extended weekend. That's a four-day weekend, Friday through Monday, until the quota is met. Quota for red snapper in the Gulf for commercial and recreational sectors for Alabama is 15.1 million pounds. You ought to be able to get you a couple pounds out of that. All right, we'll be back right after this. We've got more fishing reports coming up, and uh, you'll be listening to them right here on the Outdoor Show 
I'm Don Dubuque. Good Saturday morning from the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we were talking about the red snapper season opening up on the Alabama coast. I tell you, that is a highly sought-after fish in Alabama. It's a very, very important species. It's also pretty important to Louisiana. We also will be beginning our private recreational snapper season on Friday, May 27th, and it runs weekends only, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Bag limit is three fish per person. Have to be at least 16-inch minimum size. Now, on the uh, weekend of uh, that weekend of Memorial Day, the Fourth of July and Labor Day, uh, they will also include the Monday. So we will go to the four-day weekends on those holiday weekends. Uh, to fish red snapper legally, you need to have a recreational offshore landing permit. It's a ROLP. It's free of charge. You get it online on the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website. You need that in addition to your basic and saltwater fishing license. And you can get after them after that. All right, uh, also something going to be added new this year, and you may have heard us talking about it a couple weeks ago with Randy Parsina of the Recreational Fisheries Research Institute, is a tournament. It's called the Taggett Louisiana Tournament, taggettla.com. And this is a very simple tournament to participate in. You simply uh, snap a picture of the red snapper, you snap a snapper, and you can send it in, and you can collect, uh, well, it'll help collect valuable information and data to better manage red snapper. You know, if Louisiana hadn't been the leader in this and going to state management as opposed to letting the feds continue to run it, we would have never gotten the amount of days and the limits on red snapper, and this only helps keep that going. And it's named after a really great guy, uh, Timo Clavery, who was a, a pioneer in saltwater fisheries conservation and tagging programs, and I, I knew Timo well. He was on the radio program quite often. Uh, quite a guy. He's passed on now, but this is named in his honor. So check it out. Go to tagitla.com and participate in it. All right, uh, by UWild TV, some of you have been asking about uh, new air times. Well, we do have a, a, a new system. It's actually a combination of the Etel and Vision cable systems, it's now called Rev TV, R-E-V, and we have some new air times. You can watch our show, Bayou Wild, at, today at 12.30 p.m., tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. It comes on Tuesday afternoons, and it covers pretty much the Baton Rouge to Grand Isle River Parish area. This week's episode is called Shrimper's Delight. Uh, John Foltz, his brother, Roy Lee Foltz, uh, he demonstrates shrimping in the Mississippi River. You say, what? Shrimp in the Mississippi River? It's a fascinating story and a little known about it, and it's a, really a dying tradition. But uh, he's into it, and you can see how he does it. We also uh, go on a shrimping trip with uh, uh, George Barisich, taking us on uh, one of his shrimp tours. And, uh, you know, it really kind of, uh, well, it, when I watch this, it just brings back so many good memories. Tofield Bourgeois. He did a Cajun shrimp fried rice dish, and it's on this week's show, so uh, check it out. If you want to find out where it airs in your area, go to BayouWildTV.com, and you can always catch it on YouTube. Wherever you are, whenever you want to watch it, check it out. We've also got some exciting new shows we've been working on, too, and you'll see those coming up in the next coming months. All right, uh, CETO questions. If you've got one, we invite you to text it to us. 504-260-187. Christian Orfanello is going to be with us to talk about 
CETO memberships. They'll be coming up after the top of the hour. We also got some more fishing reports coming up. Uh, here's one uh, text message comes in asking, uh, this is from the Big Man Bassin. Are there any fly fishing courses available for beginners? Please advise. I would say, I don't, I'm not sure where you, from your phone number, it looks like you're in the metro New Orleans area. So I would say go to NewOrleansFlyFishers.com. I don't know if they have any courses, but they do have fly tying classes and other uh, informal classes that they hold from time to time at libraries. And uh, maybe if someone out there knows of a fly fishing course for beginners that's available, Text it to me, and I'll pass it along to the big man Basson and the rest of our audience. That number to text is 504-260-1870. Another suggestion would be uh, go with one of the fly fishing guides. There are several of them that take people fly fishing. One of them is a guy you hear every week on this show, the Plastic Man. He's excellent at fly fishing and finding redfish with a fly rod. And there are many others. If you go to Louisiana Charter Boat Association's website, LCBA, uh, you can also find some fly fishing specialists there. Go with those guys and explain to them, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not an experienced fly fisherman, but I want to learn. I'm a novice. They will be more than happy to get you out there, show you how to rig up, show you how to select equipment, and then how to find and catch the fish with a fly rod. i got to tell you, it's a, a very interesting way to do it. I've caught fish on a fly in Louisiana, saltwater, freshwater, and Alaska did some fly fishing up there. Great sport. So uh, hopefully we'll get some, some recommendations for fly fishing courses if anyone knows of them. All right, coming back after this, Daryl Carpenter joins us. Hopefully, finally, we got a a, a, wind, a less windy day around Grand Isle. He's back to tell us what the conditions are, where maybe you can find a few fish. Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And the month of May, when we get here, I always think of Grand Isle because that's when that surf fishing really turns on and other fishing, too. Let's talk to Captain Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. And, Daryl, is this finally the weekend we've been waiting for the light winds in Grand Isle? Don, we've been saying for, what, six weeks now, the wind would just lay down. The wind would just lay down, and it did this week. It did enough that we were the water was able to clean up. We were able to get out there. There were fish caught on the beach. There were fish caught on the platforms in Barataria Bay. There were fish caught on the oyster reefs. Uh, we we spent most of our time venturing a little to the east because we were looking for a little bit cleaner water. And, Don, when we got there, I mean, birds everywhere, flocks of birds, fish caught under the birds, um, birds jumping everywhere, uh, shrimp jumping under the birds. We had shrimp jumping on the dock. We had shrimp jumping, <laughs> hitting the side of the boat. Um, it got those fish are so hungry. We wanted to see just how silly they would be. We got to where we were taking soft plastics and hooking them on a kale hook like wacky worms and just throwing them out there. And uh, I'm gonna tell you, they're hungry because they hit anything that hit the water. Um, so yeah, starting about uh, Wednesday of this week, everybody started catching fish. There's no secret sauce to it right now. There's so many fish out there that have been unharassed. There's been, I fished, last, last day I fished was, what, Thursday? And uh, I think all day long from Grand Isle Empire, I think I saw four boats. Um, so, I mean, they, they've been unharassed. There's really just no secret sauce to it. Find you some clean water and put a bait out there. We started 
most of the week we always we had live shrimp with us. We've we've had plenty of bait. Grand Isles had shrimp for a long time. Um, we started each day off with live shrimp, mostly under a cart. Um, once those once we found the fish and they started hitting, we switched over to plastic. And I think we used the same live well full of live shrimp for four days. So, um, it, I mean, it's really it's simple right now. All you've got to do is find a little bit of clean water, find some habitat that would normally hold fish or chase that flock of birds, and you're going to catch speckled trout as long as this wind stays down for us. That's some great news. Darrell, what size are the fish running? A lot of throwbacks, or are they pretty much keepers? I think... I'm trying to remember as accurately as I can. I think the trips we took this week, cumulatively, I think I had one throwback fish. Um, the biggest we brought back, we brought back some 21 inches. Um, but there has been just, I'm hearing stories that we talked last week about Airplane Bay and some areas to the north. I'm hearing stories that up there there's a lot of knotheads, a lot of throwbacks. We had, we were actually throwing back 13-inch fish this week. Um, 13, 14 inches, we were throwing them back because the average, when, when that came over the side after catching 18 to 20 inch fish, it's like, well, we, we can measure him, he's probably legal, but just throw him back. Um, so I don't want to get spoiled on that because I don't want to get forced into that. But, um, but I, you know, I mean, we spent a year with nobody fishing fish in our basin. Those fish have had a chance to grow up. Um, hopefully that shows up in the numbers because there are a whole lot of bigger fish this year. Well, I couldn't think of a better report for Grand Isle. You know, we got beat up by the storm. It got some relaxation and rebuilding and regrowth there, and sounds like things are good. Trout is going to be certainly the focus for the month of May, but what about for the red fishermen? What can you tell them? Well, we, we redfish have been a little bit unpredictable. We had uh, We had clients that, you know, once they got to their – their self-imposed limit of we've got plenty of trout. Let's go look for a few redfish. One day we would find them, one day we wouldn't. Um, I think that at this point there's enough bait. Now, of course, it's hard to combine those two trips around Grand Isle right now because we've got such a lack of marsh close to us. So you either dedicate to one or the other. And the second, whichever one's the second one, kind of gets a half effort. Um but one day the redfish were there, one day they weren't. Now, we were fishing the islands closer to the, to the beach. We've got enough bait, and, and those, those smaller shrimp are starting to show up in the marsh. I think those redfish are probably starting to disseminate into the marsh. So if you wanted a redfish trip, I would say dedicate it to the marsh. Very good. Now, realscreamers.com, they can find you, and that is R-E-E-L, and you're also on my website. Give the telephone number if they want to give you a call and check your schedule and availability. Uh, 225-937-6288, and I, and I can tell you that just like every charter captain on Grand Isle, unless it's a Saturday, we've got days open. All right, sounds good. Get in touch with your favorite charter captain and get some of those Grand Isle fish. We'll see you next week, Darrell. Thanks for the report. Yes, sir. All right, coming up after the top of the hour break, a special guest, Captain Chris Orfanello, CETO. You got a question? We got a few of them coming in. Text it to us, 504-260-1870. We'll pass it along. And, of course, more fishing reports on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network.